Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. ninth episode of the stone cold sober podcast i almost forgot that we were in the 300s to be honest man <laughs> i was like 209 uh, or 309 how are you feeling after that long drive yeah so i'm, I'm down at, i'm down at my mother-in-law's in florida and man the, the drive was brutal i'm never doing this again i mean other than driving back the drive down was was tough um lane actually did like two-thirds of the drive I just so we so let me explain really quickly the, the this finer details. So we left or the intention was to leave at about like five or six p.m. and the whole reason to, behind that is to leave late so that we don't interrupt Gordon's sleep schedule because when he's in the back of the car, he's generally sleeping, and so we didn't want him like kind of in and out of sleep the whole day and then arrive late in the night and have him want to just stay up and party. So we. We, we intended again to leave at five or six, but we just had so much to do on Saturday, yes, uh, two days ago, that we just couldn't get out of the house at a reasonable hour. We ended up leaving at like 10, and we actually contemplated staying and leaving on Sunday instead because it got so late. But we so, ended up- what, so what happened? Like, what actually uh, prevented you guys from leaving? Yeah, so we, we actually really wanted to leave on Friday. But Friday we were both working, and I, I I didn't finish work on Friday until like eight or nine p.m. after getting Gordon down to bed and everything. So of course that wasn't going to happen. Um, but so and we we had already decided, you know, the on like Wednesday or Thursday that we weren't going to leave until Saturday. And so on Saturday we had a few things to do. Like one, we got Elaine had got a hitch installed on her car so that we can get a cargo carrier, which is like one of those um, like little platforms that extend beyond your car, like just behind the trunk that you can strap uh, luggage or cargo to. So yeah. we got it so that we could strap corn strollers to because they were so kind of bulky and massive. And we had, you know, three luggages for just for the three of us. Gordon needs his own giant luggage too. So, you know, the, the trunk was pretty full already. Yeah. So we, we got that. So like getting that installed, set up, everything like that didn't really happen until kind of the last day or like the, the night before and then the last day. Um, so Lane was doing that. Um, I mean, doing anything or anything in general when you, when Gordon's around, only one person can work at a time. So the other person is on full time Gordon duty. Um, trying to think what else. A lot of cleaning, like just like you know, cleaning the kitchen, just to not. We didn't want to leave the house in a state of disarray. So it's really just trying to like clean up the house and get it, you know, make it nice for when we come back. I know for some people that's silly, like that sounds stupid. But like my mom was like that, and that's kind of how I am. That's how Lane is. We don't want to leave like just like a messy house. Like one of the last things that I did, I took a shower, and I, I'm in the shower. I'm like this, this is too dirty. So I ended up just like giving the shower a quick scrub down because it was it was just gross. I didn't want to sit in there for that long, you know, untouched and all like, and, and grimy. <laughs> so that was, I mean, it was really the the, the bulk of it was just cleaning. Um, I had to I had to drive over to my dad's house because we were borrowing um, his the my, my parents' sewing machine, and um, he needed it. So I had to drive it back to his house, <laughs> and so 
that took like oh, okay. an hour and a half. I stopped at Target on the on the way back just to pick up a couple of snacks for the road. So yeah, it's it's, it's like you know just some chores. Um, I had to pack. I hadn't packed yet, so it was packing. Oh man. Yeah. Um, I mean, nothing, and you know, again, nothing. I mean, Lena, Lena had to spend a lot of time getting Gordon's stuff together the week prior, so it wasn't anything crazy, but it was just stuff, <laughs> just stuff that had to get done. By the time I got back, like it was. By the time I got back from my dad's house, it was like six. It was probably like six thirty, almost six thirty. We had to feed Gordon dinner properly, um, and then. I think at that time I may have taken a shower. Then we had to like load up the car, a couple of other things. I, I don't even remember exactly, but yeah, by the time we got out the house, it was like 10. So Jeez. we, we hit the road and like the first thing I did stop at Wawa, got, got a large coffee and, uh, you know, got back on the road. But the thing, the thing about coffee with me, and I've talked to you about this before. I don't know if it's because my addiction to coffee, you know, the fact that I'm drinking coffee every single day, but coffee doesn't really do much for me in terms of like helping me stay awake it might prevent me from falling asleep properly but it doesn't really make me want to stay awake per se and all it really does in the morning is give me like a little extra kick it doesn't like it doesn't like wire me and make my eyes just like stuck open like it does for some people so for me drinking coffee on the drive isn't really providing a ton extra so you know the the first like two hours were fine um i was listening to the new uh obama book barack obama's new book does he read it himself yeah he does i, I actually wouldn't have bought it i wouldn't have bought the audio book if he wasn't reading it himself it's um oh, yeah, i don't absolutely. know why i can't remember the name of the book promised land is what it is it's um kind of his memoir and it's part one of a two-part series right. yep. so he's been doing the the rounds like crazy on uh youtube channels and tv shows and whatnot you know uh advertising it talking about it so that's actually how i heard of it was um a couple a couple of youtube video or youtube channels that i follow had done interviews with him so uh bill simmons did a did an hour with him the other day so yeah i've been listening to that and and it's really good so far but um probably about like 2 a.m I was getting tired, and um, I've told you this before. When I've driven, when I've driven before, in the you know, when I've driven in the past, when I get to that point of tired, dude, like it is scary how how quick it can hit you, and how dangerous it can feel, and how like your brain will be like, hey, you know, just close your eyes for a second. <laughs> You're like, what are you talking about, uh, brain? Yeah, brain what, you, what are you talking about, brain? This is, that's not a good idea. So like you know you know like if you're you know you remember those times where you're sitting in class and you're getting tired. And you're like, oh, I'll just close my eyes for a second just to rest them because I just need I just need that. It'll feel better. And you close them for like two seconds and before you know it, you're asleep. That's 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 basically what would happen if you were to close your eyes behind the wheel. Like it's, there's there's no help. There's, this this that's not that doesn't help you. So I uh, I started feeling myself even getting like remotely tired, and I was like, okay, it's a, it's a good time to pull over and just sleep for a little bit. Gordon is a little bit older. I'm hoping that you know since our last long trip where every single time you stop the car he starts crying i was hoping that we'd be able to sleep for a little bit but it ended up not working out we stopped at a rest stop i'm trying to remember exactly i'm trying to remember the exact sequence of events but i believe what happened was that lena woke up and gordon woke up so they went to the bathroom she changed him 
and then she took over and I think I started sleeping and she drove for I want to say God I I I can't I can't recall it yeah she didn't sleep then we didn't she didn't sleep in the car at all we stopped for a little bit and then you know spent some time at that at that rest stop and then she took over the driving and drove for um I want to say about three hours before we stopped again for a short period, a short period. And then um, she resumed and, and drove for, till probably about eight, I think. Yeah, around eight or nine because we needed to feed Gordon. So we stopped. She fed him. And then we um, we shot over to Cracker Barrel and did a curbside pickup for Cracker Barrel breakfast. And we just ate in the car. And then um, and then I drove for about an hour before I started getting tired again. So I was like, and everyone was asleep. So I was just like, all right, I'll just pull over and sleep for a minute. So I, you know, found another rest stop, pulled over, fell asleep for like 10, 15 minutes before Gordon woke up crying. <laughs> so um, after that, I think I did a little bit more before Lena took over and just did the rest of the drive. But with like all these like little, little stops, every stop is like a feeding stop for him. And, and that easily takes like half an hour, close to an hour. Yeah, sure. So like it, it adds up. And so by the time, and like, I'm like, I'm feeling crummy because I, I hadn't slept properly. So my appetite isn't there, but I know if I eat, I would feel better. So I'm kind of like trying to force myself to eat something. Um, like something that's not like just junk food, the, the snacks that we have in the car, something that's not coffee. But by the time we finally got in, because this is like a 15 hour, it's like, I think it's scheduled to be a 14 hour drive. We ended yeah, up getting fourteen hours straight drive. Yeah, exactly. Straight, no gas and everything. Um, so it ended up taking us, I think, about twenty. It was like nineteen or twenty hours to get here. Yikes. And again, like you know, we're not like we're not like rushing with these stops. You know, changing diapers, feeding him, getting food for us. You know, and, and eating. Not like you know, my when when I would take these car trips with my family back in the day, my dad would get like a Big Mac and would just drive with a burger in his hand. You know, it would be it'd be like a five ten minute stop. Get the food, get some gas, and get back on the road. That's not what this was. So every time we stop, it really ends up turning. It, it really turns out to be like an, an hour journey. Um, so by the time we finally got in, or no, by the time we were getting close, we we're about three hours away. Gordon started getting really restless. He was awake and was angry, <laughs> and so somehow um oh why was he angry he so at first he was quiet right and i'm like is he sleeping so i, I put my phone because like he it's a rear facing seat right so you can't see him you know no one no one up front can see him so i turned around i, I used my phone like in selfie mode to see what he was doing and his eyes were just wide away he was just staring <laughs> i was like that was creepy um and so then he he got really upset though i don't know why it upset him so much but it really upset him and so Lena was like, you got to give him something to do. So she, she had um, set up her iPad with this, um, this Netflix show. I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's, it's um, kind of like a Motown. It's like a Motown kid show. And uh, I'll, I'm going to bring it up while I talk. But we, um, you know, I said we had set it up for him, but it wasn't working anymore. And so she's like, you got to find something else. And so I had, um, it's called Motown Magic, literally Motown's in the name. And so I have this game on my phone called Baby Games. It's literally, literally just called Baby Games. It's got like pian- um, instruments that, you, that the kids can like tap and play. You know the game Fruit Ninja? Yeah. It has kind of like a Fruit Ninja variant, so to speak, where there are these like balloons that are rising on the screen and you pop them just by touching them. 
Um, they also have fruit that jump up in the sky and you tap and it like slices them like fruit, fruit ninja style. And so he, he loves all of these things, but he's also very clumsy with, with, um, with his hands on the screen. Cause he just like, starts swiping left and right. And so he can easily bring up the menus, like the multitasking menus and switch to different apps. And so he's, he, who, you know, again, doesn't actually use the phone very often. I've had this game for him in the past. He always only uses it under my supervision, like if he's sitting on my lap and maybe just a couple minutes at a time just to kind of preoccupy him. But very rarely does he use it and very rarely does he like stare at a screen, let like, you know, not, not even a TV screen, but like an actual cell phone screen. So it's very atypical for him to have something like that in front of him. But we're doing what we had to do to keep him to keep him comfortable on the trip. So I was like, all right, let me just try the game. So I bust out the baby games and I give him my phone because I can't I'm not back there with him. So he's got a hold of himself and he's got to play with it. And it's it settled him right down. He was sitting there tapping, slicing the fruit left and right. And then occasionally he would accidentally leave the app and he would be confused, but he didn't seem to be bothered by it. But I would I would notice that the music from the game is no longer triggering, like it's not happening anymore. So I have to like reach back and grab the phone. And as soon as I take the phone, he cries. I take the phone from him and I like I have like messages with you open and I'm like, Oh, Gordon's gonna accidentally send you something <laughs> which is why I sent you the oh, message yeah. like, Hey, Gordon's got my phone right now, I can't really reply to you, but if you get a response, it's probably gonna be him. Um <laughs> so every now and again I would grab the phone, he's like in like the New York Times app or he's in like I don't know, like my phone settings, things like that. Um, and, but he he kept that up for like a good two hours before he finally was like, I don't I don't care about this game anymore. And the last hour was just like white knuckling, laying a white knuckling through him crying more or less to get to the house to finally get him into bed here. But we did make it. Got a nice night of sleep last night. And um, yeah, it's, it's good to be here. It was warm today, man. It was like in the 70s today. Jesus. Which it's is like in the high twenties for me over here. Yeah, it's it's really crazy how when you're driving down, you can kind of see the the temperature change as you come further south. Because like when we left, it was in the twenties, right? But then as we yeah. got as we got toward like as we got to like Virginia, it was like thirty four, thirty five, and it's like the, it's like the middle of the night. You get to like North yeah. Carolina, South Carolina, as the as the sun starts as the sun starts to rise, and you see the temperature going up to like the forties or maybe the fifties through Georgia. Then finally you get to Florida. Like we got to Jacksonville and we stopped for, for food. And um, when we were in Jacksonville, we, we, we just like, we got food. We ate outside because it was like 65. We were like wearing all of our clothes that we were, we were wearing when we left the house. So we're like wearing like, you know, our winter like sweaters and stuff. And it's like 65 degrees. <laughs> People are probably looking at you like, what are you doing? Um, but yeah, yeah. I, well, I'm, I, glad the, I'm glad the drive's behind you. Yeah, me too. Don't plan. I again. I really don't plan to do this ever again. Like not at least not not never again. Just not with such a young baby. When you when it's like necessary to leave at this hour, or really, I mean the the other issue is like not feeling super comfortable staying in a hotel. You know, because if you know if we could leave, like if we could leave, say like at three p.m. and drive until like. 10 or 11 at night and then stay in a hotel and then finish the drive the next day that'd be that'd be pretty reasonable and easy to do but i don't i don't feel super comfortable staying anywhere or being indoors many places so it was just kind of like all right we gotta white knuckle this and just do it so 
I don't know. I mean, there's there's not really going to be much of a need to do that drive outside of COVID times. So hopefully by next year, this you know this would kind of just be a distant memory, and such a drive wouldn't really be necessary. But yeah. When uh, when you guys swap, like who's driving? Does one of you sit in the front, or does one of you sit in the back? We just important? we just stayed up front. We had stuff. Um, mostly in the back seats, and it was just going to be too difficult and complicated to move. So, yeah, stayed up front. The last time we did this, Lena's mom came with us, and she was in the back with him. And he was, um, he wasn't even one yet, so he he wasn't like in intera- like all he really wanted was milk at that time. He wasn't really interacting the way he interacts now. His motor controls weren't really there yet. So, um, I think if someone was back there with him this time, it could have been a little bit better, but I don't really know for sure. I mean, it's got to suck. Like he's just, he's literally just strapped into a seat. I know we're stopping and like, that's the other thing. When we're stopping, we're kind of intentionally taking longer stops to let him out of that seat because his mobility is effectively none. Like his body is just being forced down and he's a very like you know, I don't want to say hyper baby, but just babies in general have a ton of like toddlers in general have a ton of energy. Like he's sprinting up and down the house, left and right, screaming all day long. <laughs> and all of a sudden we just lock him in place, basically put him in a straitjacket for, you know, effectively 24 hours. It's a, uh, that's, that's why he's getting so angry and frustrated back there. And, um, we, that's why we try to take those longer stops so that he can just stretch his legs and get out and actually, you know, just be himself for a little bit. I can't imagine how tough it's got to be for him in that yeah. thing. Yeah, because he has no idea what's going on. It's like, why? Why am I here? What are you? What are you doing to me? Let me out. You know, in in five years' time, shoot, in like two years' time. He could be sitting in in like a booster seat where it's not as tight and he's not completely strapped down and he could play a switch or he can he can watch something on an iPad and actually like enjoy it and not, you know, I don't need to sit there and grab the phone from him every two minutes because he's switched apps and can't figure out how to get back, you know? Right. Right. Totally. Yeah. yeah. As he gets older, it it will definitely be easier. But yeah, I'm not doing anything like this again until... Until we can fly to that destination, fly comfort, fly comfortably. Of course, we could have flown if we wanted to now, but to to for me to you know to feel comfortable flying, I yeah. ain't doing it yet. So what's what's one what's one thing you're looking forward to doing while you're out there? Probably jumping in the pool. <laughs> there's a there's a pool in the backyard. Actually, so we wanted Lena actually tried to surprise me and, and um, get a bike carrier on the uh, the cargo carrier so that she can take my bike down. But when, she, when we tried to uh, put my bike on it, we realized that my bike was too big. Like, uh, it literally, the, the both wheels, like, it, it, if I put it diagonally, it would have fit, but it wouldn't, been, it wouldn't really been too secure, I guess, at such an angle. And, of course, the strollers wouldn't have been able to fit. Um, so I have actually been, have been looking at Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist to try to find a fairly cheap bike that I can just keep down here and um used to work out so i need to start working out more like i've been so sedentary for for a period of time you know not not going to the gym i haven't been like i haven't gone for runs i just told lena i was like i think i think the last time i went for a run was the last time we were in florida anytime i was doing workouts um since then you know in between the last time we were here which was about uh was i think may 
um, I've been riding my bike. So it's not like I haven't been doing, it's not like I haven't been doing anything or I've been doing nothing, but, um, I haven't run in forever. So I was thinking of buying some running shoes because my shoes are all crap at this point. So I need to buy some new shoes. Um, but also I want to buy a used bike just to be able to hop on, you know, and ride and actually not feel like, like, oh, is it 50 degrees? Can I, can I get enough layers on so, to feel comfortable if it's, especially if it's windy out on my bike? Um, it'd be nice to kind of like, like, cause I've gotten used to the routes that I take on my bike at home. Um, so it'd be kind of cool to, to experience like a new, like just experience new sites and figure out like new paths that I like to take on the bike. So that's actually one thing I'd like to do. Um, and then of course, jumping into that pool because it's been, it's been yeah. seven months since I've been in a pool and For since sure. I've been in a pool. So, um, the, you know, every day isn't like warm enough to get in. So you kind of got to like pick and choose the right day. I think tomorrow's going to be like in the sixties, which of course is great relative to home. Um, but still, still not quite cold. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's still not, and certainly not quite warm enough to get into a pool, but I think it's going to be like 75 the day after. So, um, the days will come just kind of got to be prepared for it. So yeah, 69 tomorrow, 76 on Wednesday, it'll be 80, but rainy on Thursday. The high on Friday is going to be 54 and 56 on Saturday before it jumps back up later in the week. So yeah, it'll, um, yeah, just kind of, honestly, we've talked so much about like the, the like almost like depressed depressed nature that can like can arise when you feel so stuck at home so honestly the thing that i that i was most excited about on this trip was just one taking a vacation for work so you know taking some time off but two getting away from the same enclosed space of our house in delaware is um is going to be nice so those are the things i'm looking most i'm looking forward to the most again especially considering we can't really do much anyway like i'm not super con like i'm not gonna be going like you know sit sitting down at restaurants to eat or going to a movie or whatever like you know things like that right. just kind of being in a different space different climate now so yeah that's it fair enough a change of scenery won't uh won't hurt yeah yeah absolutely do you have any holiday plans no staying local yeah of course um yeah just uh we might go for a drive now that we have the car but uh nothing crazy it's have just you nice that since you've bought it? i have not no okay since the no. your test drive yeah but yeah but uh it'll be nice to i mean right now we're like uh slowly transitioning out of work it's the last sort of full week um and there's not a lot of people left in the office, and so it's sort of a nice, quiet way to get into the uh, the new year. As yeah, well. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anyways, um, now remind me. Well, last time, I'm sorry if you said this earlier, but how long are you down there for? Uh, undetermined. We actually have undetermined. Yeah, we haven't we haven't put an end date on or anything yet. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, because we'll, yeah, like you we'll know, hold the fort down while you're gone. <laughs> yeah. Because we can both work from home, so we're not like in a rush to go back, you know. Unless if something were to come up, we could easily be like, "Okay, time to, time to leave." But um, we'll basically just stay here as long as we feel comfortable. 
one of the things that we need to do when we go back is is arrange for Gordon's like um just care. So either another daycare or a nanny. And I think that we're leaning towards the nanny route now. But we'll see. Okay. Well hopefully uh hopefully that works out sooner than later. Yeah. I know we talked about like the cost, the, the differences in, in, in cost of daycare versus the nanny and how expensive it can get. But for the sake of just being able to do things the way that we want to, the peace of mind, I think the I think the, the nanny is going to be the way to go, especially while we're still like, you know, hitting 200,000 COVID cases every single day. Um, you know, the fewer people that we interact with, the better, I think. Oh, absolutely. That's without a doubt. Yeah. It's actually funny. The the cases per capita I was just looking at New York Times yesterday, I didn't realize the cases per capita in Florida had dropped um, to about 70 per 100,000 people, whereas in Delaware, I think it's up to like 100-something per 100,000 people. Okay. So Delaware is actually getting a slight spike, which they haven't really seen throughout this entire period. So it's just like, it's, it's, you know, Fauci talked about it a lot early on. It's like, you know, you, you, we need things to come down everywhere. If you, if you try to aggregate across the entire United States, things can look great, but you can have these really bad hotspots that just, they just transfer from one place to the next and just hits in waves. And once, once it leaves your area, it's not like you're, it's not like you're good forever because that wave comes back and hits you again and just starts back over again. So, right. Um, yeah, Delaware finally just seems to be getting hit by it in a in a way that it had it had never seen before. Well, it'll be uh, it'll be waves here and there, like you said, localized hotspots. Yeah, I wonder what, if it what's, has... what's bad one one week might not necessarily always be that case everywhere else. Yeah, exactly. Like, what was it? Like, like two months ago, when cases were skyrocketing, like Wisconsin, Minnesota, um, a lot of the Midwest. Now I'm looking at New York Times now, and I see huge, massive hotspots in California again, Arizona, some western parts of Texas, Tennessee, um, Indiana, Ohio, Pennsylvania, a little bit of Delaware, Miami, as it always has been. So, like, yeah, it just. I don't know. Like New York Times, at some point, had to like introduce new colors into their into their heat maps because they originally went from like yellow to red, and now they have to like add in like these dark purples and blacks effectively because yeah they they had I think they topped out like at a hundred people per capita, and now they have to add colors going all the way up to like two hundred fifty plus. It's no good. Um, it honestly yeah. is no good. Yeah, it really isn't. I'm looking at the Delaware map. Like the Del Delaware hit was fairly constant for so long they had a small little peak very early on probably back in like april and then it was constant throughout all like the the spring and summer and the and, and fall and then all of a sudden over the last like month or so they just hit like that massive spike just like every other state had seen throughout the entire throughout this entire period so it's uh interesting to see how, how lucky some places have gotten to be to avoid it for so long but it seems like you know once it hits your community it's 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 impossible to stop and i feel like the the, the promise of the vaccine has potentially gotten people less um vigilant about things but we already know that you know uh access to that vaccine is is not going to come easy for a lot of people 
you know, some 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 people are going to have to wait for you know upwards of a year to get vaccinated against this thing. So uh, we're nowhere near the end. Yeah, who knows how much longer we'll be we'll be uh we'll be in this. But yeah, like you said, we're nowhere near the end. Like it's right, great. It's, be a it's, bad winter. It's, it's great that vaccines are here. People are getting vaccinated. At least doctors and um you know at risk people, high risk people are, are getting vaccinated. But yeah, we're still still far from over. Definitely far from over. All right. Well, on that, on that note. note. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Let's uh let's get out of here. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. See you guys next week. Oh